stars, two stars. I love killing gods. Killing gods. I it's apparently universally not well liked though. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So if you killing childhood dreams. Yeah, if you haven't seen it since you were six, uh, revisit it. It's not as good as you thought it was. I really remember it being a pretty good film. Like I remember thinking it was scary. It probably was when you were a kid, but it's pretty much Go Go Power Rangers meets the fucking Amazon. <laughs> Which movie is that? What movie are we talking about today? Welcome to the Nightmare Box, presenting Mistakes Were Made. My name is Brett Bloom. I'm sitting across from the beautiful, the effervescent, the fresh off of work and recording two days in a fucking row, Kristen Bloom. <laughs> Rumble. Yeah, because this is going to be bad. And we're here to bring you yet another edition of the two, 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 star, 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 two, 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 days, 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 days. And on today's episode, we're going to be discussing 1997's classic cult film, Anaconda. I, mean, I guess I haven't seen it probably since I was at least a teenager, but I just, I remember thinking it was a really good movie. And I remember <laughs> thinking the snake looked creepy. And Yeah. Not facts. Disillusioned. <laughs> um, so it got a IMDb score of 4.8, a Rotten Tomatoes critic score of 39%, mm-hmm. and an audience score of 24%. I do feel like maybe that's a bit harsh. 24? Yeah, I don't think I'd rate it that low. Maybe like a 40, 45. Yeah. Um, I mean, against today's standards, probably a 24, but if we're talking like films from 95 to 2000, you know, it definitely deserves a better review than that. Yeah, and I guess that's kind of the problem is uh, reviews are an ongoing thing, so I could watch it today for the first time and review it as someone from a perspective of today's films. Yeah. So maybe the review process is not the yeah, most Power fair. Rangers was huge in 97. <laughs> <laughs> um... This was directed by, oh man, uh, Luis Losa. Wow, I, that is a very short name for you to have that much trouble, my love. Uh, <laughs> um, Hatton directed anything I was familiar with. He had worked on a lot of uh, Hispanic films, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, just unfortunately not super familiar with yeah. Spanish films. Um, this was written by Hans Bauer. Um, mm-hmm. Again, hadn't really done anything I was familiar with, I don't think, but I think if I'm remembering right, he had worked on a few creature features in general. That's kind of what his writing was based on. Uh, also written by Jim Cash and then Jack Epps Jr. Okay. Uh, you want to be here today? You want to no. talk about it? You don't want to tear <laughs> down gods? We need energy if we're going to kill gods, well, Kristen Blue. We haven't gotten into it. This is just the facts. <laughs> we always do the facts first. Uh, it had a budget of $45 million, which uh, is kind of surprising. Was it I'm, Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised they dumped that much cash into it. I'm assuming a lot of that went to the fact that the snake is actually animatronic. Yeah, weird piece of trivia that <clears> I'm going to remember right now. Every second of the snake cost them a hundred grand. So that's probably where they blew the budget. And I cannot believe that they were given that much money. <laughs> um, also, which granted this was probably pretty early in most of their careers, but quite a few people in this movie that are famous, so mm-hmm. <clears throat> probably spent a good little bit on the cast as well. 
But it was not wasted. Their box office was $136.8 million. Yeah, that's what we call a ca- classic cash grab. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> definitely more than earned their money back. So, uh, I, I am sad a little bit that we're talking about this movie. Because <laughs> I really did like this movie well, as a kid. You know, don't fret. I am over here armed with st- facts about anacondas that I pulled from an article from LiveScience.com. <laughs> Uh, should we do and characters? I hit you at them random times throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Do what? Should we do characters and synopsis? Yeah, I'm down. So you got Jennifer Lopez. Some of you might know her as J-Lo. She plays Terry Flores. Uh, yeah, that's our main character, and she's a director of the film crew. I didn't write down films that any of these people had been yeah. in because they are all pretty famous people, mm-hmm. and if you don't know who they are... You have some problems. You live under a rock. Yeah. But, you know, I hope you're out there today and you did not have to use your AK and it was thus indeed a very good day. Next on our list is Ice Cube as Danny Rich. He's uh, the cameraman and I believe uh, Jennifer Lopez's character's, like, childhood friend. Yeah, AK, like, later love interest type situation. They're cardboard. It's kind of hard to tell what they were trying to do. She's in love with the doctor dude that swallows the wasp. That's oh, her, yeah, that's, that's right. Dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kept hoping. I, Ice Cube did a good job in this one just being, you know, intimidating black being, man. Being black and living till the end. <laughs> yeah, I was like, did they kill Ice Cube? Who? When did Ice Cube die? And it's like, no, he's going to be the badass that saves J-Lo. Um, and then you got John Voight. He plays Paul Cerrone. Uh, who is definitely not uh, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins, as I Christopher's was like, the dude from Hannibal's in this. And I was like, just waiting for Anthony Hopkins to walk on Yeah, screen. I totally thought it was Anthony Hopkins. And to my credit, they look vaguely similar. Um, if you're drunk. <laughs> John Voight is actually Angelina Jolie's father, though. Uh, totally different that. person. Yeah. Hmm. Um, he was uh, he played her dad in the Tomb Raider movies, but he's her dad in real life as Hell well. yeah. Um, but he is our Paraguayan snake hunter who has yep. the worst accent. And knows very little about snakes. Yeah. I read a rev- I'll get to it later. Uh, next is Eric Stoltz. He plays Dr. Stephen Kale. And he's the anthropologist dude that swallows the wasp at the beginning. This is the only person I'm going to give a fun fact for. Okay. Um, I have met and worked with Eric. He directed a couple of episodes of the TV show Nashville, mm-hmm. and I worked on those episodes. So I have actually yeah. met, not just worked with him, I have spoken to him. Hell yeah. Uh, this was earlier in his career. Name drop. <laughs> so, yeah, I, like, I kept thinking the whole time we were watching, I was like, that guy looks so familiar, and I don't know why, but he's younger in this movie than mm-hmm. he was when I met him. And then I was, like, uh, scrolling on the IMDb, and as soon as I saw his name, I was like, oh, I've met him! I know that dude! <laughs> We've talked over coffee! That's Carrie Wooher, plays Denise Kalberg. And she's the production manager of the film crew. She's the one that's got the short reddish hair. Is she the one that gets taken out when dude like jumps Snaps up and jujits the shit yep. out of her? That's her. <laughs> and you got Jonathan Hyde as Warren Westridge. Um, according to the Wikipedia, he's labeled as the visionary. I think he's just basically their... Um, Producer type guy? No, I think he's like the host of the documentary they're making yeah. because they show him like standing in front of the Amazon and he's like reading lines or yeah. whatever. He's your classic so, English voiceover artist. Yeah. So they had him labeled a, as a visionary on Wikipedia. I'm pretty sure he was just the host of the documentary they were making. <laughs> and oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. 
It's Owen fucking Wilson as Gary Dixon. He's the sound engineer. Yeah, uh, and he that's... is Owen Wilson. <laughs> yeah, he literally just plays Owen Wilson in this movie. And then you got Vincent Castellanos as Mateo. They had him listed as the boat skipper. And this on is yeah. Wikipedia, he was the dude driving the boat. And this was my fuck up. I thought this dude was a completely different guy. I have no idea who this guy is. I thought he was the bad guy from Bad Boys Two, the drug dealer heroin guy who oh. shoots the rats in his basement. It was not that guy. Yeah, I didn't. Honestly they have the same eyes. I didn't look at his movie history. He was the only one that I didn't really know who he yeah. was, but I didn't really care either. No. Especially not when the next name is Machete himself, Danny motherfucking Trejo, the badass of all the badass. Again, I'm assuming probably before he was really somebody because he dies within the first few seconds of this movie. Yeah, he's got a crazy story all to himself. We could do a whole episode on Danny Trejo and redemption story. <laughs> he's the snake poacher at the beginning that shoots himself. Yeah, to avoid he getting eaten, get eaten. Just so we have a gun at the end of the film. And then Frank Welker as... The voice of the anaconda. Which is weird. <laughs> the anaconda does sound a bit like an animal screaming. Mm-hmm. I did not expect it to be voiced by a person. So was it just a dude in a room wailing? Pretending to be a snake. It sounds like a like monkey screaming, yeah. though. It doesn't sound like a person, so that's kind of weird. When I saw that, I was like... What voice does he make? <laughs> the only other voice. He, it'd be funny if he was monkeys, like they couldn't get sounds of monkeys, and so he had to be the monkey guy. I don't think snakes make that sound either. I'm calling bullshit on that. Oh. I don't think that's what snakes sound like. This is where I can drop my funny for today. I, I When I do these notes, I want to look at it in a bunch of different ways. I read everything on a film... Um, like a handful of reviews from 1 to 10. So I wind up reading something like 50, you know, reviews from people that put them on IMDb. And so I started off in my one star, as I normally do. I want to see how badly you can hate this, and then all the way up to the 10 star, so I can see if there's anything justifiable. Um, And the one star review for Anaconda, the biggest one that there was, was a person who was apparently deeply in love with snakes, hated this film simply for the way that they represented the Anaconda, hence the Anaconda facts. Yeah, do anacondas even actually get that big? I know they get Anacondas, maximum verified length of 30 feet. Anaconda facts. You curious about how much they weigh? Vaguely. Maximum 550 pounds. That's pretty big. That's pretty big for a fucking, like... You could definitely eat a human. The average is 100 to 150. I'll answer your question over where they can, whether or not they can eat humans later on. I feel like it probably could. I feel like it probably would have to spit part of it back out, though. I would buy that. Yeah, but this person's biggest problem with the film was the opening, that title shot that they did, where they started listing off quote-unquote facts about anacondas. And this person did a diatribe shooting that down one by one and presenting actual facts about anacondas. And I was like, oh, this dude is pissed off. There was no one-star review for Zombievers that said, Zombie Beavers don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, it's not a zombie snake. Exactly. It's a real snake it's that supposed actually to be. exists. It's a snake god. Awkward silence. Okay, like, moving it, fucking forward. I don't know, forward. is it a snake people well, worship? I thought that's what the tribes people were there doing at the end of the film. That's why it was walled up inside of that thing that they blew up. I think that's up. what the dude said they did, but I don't... 
See, there's kind of plot holes. I don't know. Uh, but shitload? Like the, the bad guy said they worshipped him, but I don't feel like the bad guy was very trustworthy. Yeah. So I don't Hence why know. he was the bad guy. Yeah. But there was that totem pole. Fuck yeah. Um, synopsis? Um, yeah. Um, so they go down there to make a documentary. Um, and then quickly forget that they're documentarians or that they were planning on going to the Amazon. We'll go, we'll talk about it. Um, so they go down there, they, they meet this dude. Um, what's his fucking nuts? What is his name? I've Paul. lost his name. Cerrone, that guy? Yeah. Yeah, so they meet Cerrone. Cerrone. Paraguayan white guy? Yeah, our Paraguayan white guy <laughs> who's just doing a really bad impression of uh, fucking Tony Montana from Scarface. And then his buddy, uh, Mateo, his, his, you know, right-hand man. They're, you know, die hard to the end until Mateo mysteriously vanishes in the woods. Um, and then a snake shows up and fucking kills everybody. Except for Ice Cube, J-Lo, and J-Lo's love interest. It's just kind of weird that they didn't just hire a Hispanic dude for that role. They had Danny Trejo. That's yeah. the most oh, insulting part. Jennifer Lopez is also ethnic. Um, Ice Cube. I mean, there were a lot of ethnic characters in this movie, so to have not just hired yeah. an ethnic person to play that role mm-hmm. seems strange. Yeah, so the snake shows up. It fucks everybody up. They kill the snake and then remember that they're there to make a documentary and then harass some tribes people and it fades to black. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> um... It's basically the room of creature features. It's just... I I, I kept saying it because the dialogue was so fucking terrible. I was like, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> the dialogue is really bad. Um, I think my biggest complaint, though, is the snake itself. Yeah, the snake itself is fucking ridiculous. Because I remember, and granted, I was younger and mm-hmm. movies didn't look the way movies look now. I remember thinking... That snake was creepy and realistic looking, yeah. and that movie was traumatizing, even though I was never going to run into an anaconda in real life. Um, and yeah, watching it again yesterday, I was like, that is so obviously a fake snake yeah. that it's painful to watch. Yeah, I read one review where it said, this is a film about 20-somethings being attacked by an aggressive garden host. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't even really look like an animatronic snake sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it just looks like they're hoisting it on a rope and just pulling the rope around and the snake's yeah. just gone. Ah. Especially when it becomes yo-yo snake and it snatches that dude out as he's falling down the fucking backwards waterfall. And like I get visually that seems like a really cool idea. Yeah. Like, oh, dude's jumping to his safety and then you get this not today moment where the snake snatches him up and rolls him up. Mm-hmm. And like Visually, that sounds really cool. Um, I think maybe this is uh, an instance where CGI probably, good CGI probably would have served better than trying to... uh, Yeah, I watched a bunch of videos today, probably 45 minutes worth of videos of anacondas fucking shit up. And like... They're huge. Like, when I think 30 feet snake, you know, like, I don't think girth-wise that they'd be that massive. And then you read that they're 550 pounds, and you watch them snatch something that's, like, 150 pounds. They're goddamn terrifying. Yeah, and... This this did them no justice. (laughs) I think this is where, because you brought up um, comparing it to Jaws, I think this is where Jaws did a much better job, as you see so little of the shark Mm -hmm. in Jaws, because they knew, realistically, they weren't going to 
pull that off and make it scary because the animatronic shark that they were trying to use was just a nightmare. It kept breaking on them. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I think in this instance, like the baby snakes are really creepy mm-hmm. and like they give you that ooh, like creepy crawly <laughs> feeling. So we could have used a little bit more real snakes and kind of just hinted a bit more at the big snake. Yeah, there's a reason why Jaws is terrifying, and it's because you get something like 12 seconds of the mm. actual shark on screen, and they're you know moving shots where you can't really focus in on them. Yeah. This thing tried to hold on its anaconda. And then that ridiculous shot where it's underwater after it's eaten old boy, and like you see his corpse, and like his nose is sticking out of the atmosphere. Fuck this thing. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the snake is stupid. <laughs> And then, like, there's some scenes I would be willing to overlook if they had left him in, like, the, like, more heavy action scenes where the snake is physically snatching people yeah. up. Like, if we where didn't... it moves. It's fast. You're not yeah. watching it from a distance. Yeah. yeah. If we weren't lingering with the snake staring at you for a second before it eats <laughs> your face, you know, then you don't have as much time to process how fake it looks. Uh-huh. So, I think there would have been... A better middle ground to maybe showing the snake less. Like, I'm sure you would have to show it a little bit to have some of the effects that they were, like, kind of going for, but... Do you think that's, like, a boardroom meeting that went awry? They were like, no, we didn't pay millions of dollars for this fucking snake for it not to appear on screen. Yeah, they probably wanted to show it as much as possible. And Mm. back then, I mean, granted, this came out in the 90s back then... It probably was kind of revolutionary. Yeah, Um, Jurassic Park was either just before or just after this film where the animatronics were the selling point. Like, that fucking T-Rex looks real now. Like, it yeah, doesn't look like I, a robot. I don't know, like, how they pulled that off. Like, how much time and care went into Jurassic Park because all of the dinosaurs and, at the very yeah. least, the first Jurassic Park look hella convincing even today. Yeah, and that's him going. Jaws, that thing pissed me off. I don't ever want to... Was it the same dude, right? Spielberg? Spielberg do Jurassic Park? I don't know. That's a good question. I have no idea who did it. I'm going to say they do, and that's why his robots worked better. He was like, (laughs) I dealt with a pissy robot back in the 70s. I'm not fucking doing that again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure who did Jurassic Park. Well, that's kind of sad. I'm just going to let it float, and the audience can write angry emails. (laughs) Be like, you're a moron. Well, it doesn't matter, because animatronic uh, snakes are not any of the kind of snakes. And if you're curious about what the most... When most people say anaconda, Kristen Bloom... You know what they're actually talking about? Their dick. No. The (laughs) green anaconda. It's the one that's most often referenced. Snake facts. (laughs) (laughs) Anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, huh? Hell yeah. How big is the green anaconda? Uh, The green anaconda is the one that's in the max. They're the biggest ones, so they're the ones that come in at 550 pounds. I don't know what the difference here is. Is it just I didn't want to write. They were all different colors. You know, it was like yellow anaconda, but it's basically just the color. I didn't know there were different kinds. Yeah. So this one in the movie is a green anaconda, and most of the time when people are trying to shock you with anaconda facts, like I'm trying to do right now, they're mostly referencing the green anaconda. Eggshell-like scales. Do they actually exist in the Amazon? Green anaconda? Yeah. Yeah, they're one of the four. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know was, <laughs> I was they saying, actually... The animatronic is not one of no. the four. The green anaconda is the one that most people no, are talking about. No, I'm just saying, about. do they actually live in the Amazon specifically, though? Yeah, the say. Amazon. They caught one in the Everglades that was fucking massive and was just jacking alligators. <laughs> so I will never go to either of those places. Well, they don't... You're in luck. There are no verified human deaths, Kristen Bloom, but they are more than capable. They're known to eat white-tailed deer. 
that weigh roughly 120 pounds, which makes it feasible that they could eat people. Do they actually go out into the water, did it say? That's exactly their hunting tactic. I'm happy you asked. It's not written on my paper, but I watched <laughs> a lot of fucking National Geographic today about anacondas, and I'm happy to share my, my, my thoughts with you. Uh, their eyes and their nasal cavities are on the top of their skull, mm-hmm. so they can lay dormant forever, and then they can hold their breath for like 10 minutes underwater. So they sit up, and they gather themselves, and they look around. And then they dip under, and they get closer. They hang out by watering holes. Uh, I've seen a video today of one of them taking a jaguar out, so that scene in the film is completely feasible. Hmm. Jaguar fought like hell and tore big bites out of the side of the thing, but it just waited on the jaguar to get tired and then wrapped its tail around its neck and fucked its whole fucking weekend. So between the snake that goes up your pee hole... And the that, giant snake that lives in the water. More trivia. There's I will only not yeah. be going to the Amazon. There is only one confirmed case of anything going up anybody's pee hole. But there is a. It, it, fish. It's a real thing, but it has only ever happened to a person one time. Yeah. Well, still. <laughs> one time is enough. One Fact time is heavy a one time episode. Too many. I'm so <laughs> it on never going to the Amazon. But I was more upset even with the snake than with our fucking Paraguayan slapstick cap mayhem. <laughs> I just wrote down slapstick cap mayhem, and I hope that it got a laugh, but it didn't. <laughs> I just, I don't like, it feels like, I, I don't know what year Jaws came out, but I'm assuming Jaws came first. It's like it, 74 or 76, okay, like it so, came yeah. definitely first, yeah. So, it feels like a ripoff of a much more thought out movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we get this development of the shark being in uh, water that isn't normal and the town kind of trying to deny it because they need the tourists yeah. like money coming into the town to keep the town afloat and same reason why florida's a COVID hotspot it's like we can't shut down the beaches <laughs> yeah and like all these townspeople <laughs> trying to just pretend like it's not happening because they're like oh that's never been a problem before and this one mayor trying to be like you know no you have to listen mm-hmm. to me and really traumatic shit's going down and you get this real sense of being hunted by the way that they shot it and like the camera drifting through the water from the shark's perspective is very well done and and, uh, Anaconda they kind of do a similar thing but it just feels like the camera's just kind of wildly swinging around yeah. like the snake is like going at 50 miles an hour or some <laughs> shit just you know an ass, yeah. yeah like which you wouldn't be able to do inside of the water because of the top of his head he has to keep his head straight or you can't breathe fucking bullshit <laughs> <laughs> yeah like even the, the quote-unquote snake cam that they have like kind of imitating jaws perspective just feels kind of silly and like too dramatic yeah and then you waste kind of having that mysterious predator out in the bushes mm-hmm. somewhere by showing the snake so much. And it just does not look good. It bugs me. Like the baby snakes were legit more creepy. A hundred percent. Fuck this movie. And fuck your animatronic I'm shark. Sad. And I think part of the reason the animatronics look so weird on this is I don't think they had enough joints in it. So I noticed... Mm-hmm. It's too stiff to be a snake. Yeah, I noticed yeah. a lot of the time whenever you um, 
see the snake kind of slowly like lingering, like looking at its yeah. prey. Its neck doesn't seem to really flow when it's moving. Quick question. Um, you'd know a lot more about this. Maybe the way that it was shot when we could get it on, you know, VHS, maybe it would have looked better because the screens were blurrier. Now we've got this HD shit and they've tried to boot it up and it's like, I can tell that's fake now. Like, but if the edges were a little wobblier, you know, think... like they were when we were kids. I think maybe it would help texture-wise so you could get away with a little less detail in, like, the painting of yeah. the animatronic. But, like, this one just looks so stiff. Like, mm -hmm. the T-Rex, even, in Jurassic Park seems to, like, walk more fluidly. And the T-Rex, by its own nature, is kind of a clunky animal that's, yeah. like, weirdly shaped with the little baby arms. But they arms smoothed it out so it made sense. You got to see the feet rolling off the ground. Yeah, like, it looked in the tail kind of whipping fluidly. Mm -hmm. Like, it looked very realistic. And, like, the snake just seemed, for snakes literally being able to coil up so tightly that they could yeah. eat their own bodies, mm -hmm. like... The snake just seemed like it had, like, two joints in its whole body. And, like, yeah. it was like, and I the, bend at the hips yeah. and at the butt. And the anaconda, like, kills by constriction. So it's important to have that level of fluidity if yeah. you're going to show it, for sure. And I'm curious if the, um, obviously the scenes where the people are getting eaten, you know, isn't real. Um, I am curious if the snake wrapping around the bodies when it's spinning them up was all CGI. I think that was that had to be. I mean, yeah. it looked clean. It was stupid, but it looked clean yeah. as fuck. Versus where you very it was very clearly... Jaws 3D. Like yeah. we're gonna throw something in your face and then coil it back in for yeah. no reason. Versus where you very clearly see the head kind of looking around. It just feels so stiff and unnatural. Mm -hmm. Like it literally looks like there's anchor points, like on wires. We can't see supporting it, and one of the anchors is just kind of swinging back and forth while yeah. the other one's stationary. It just looks really bad. So. Yeah, I just maybe spend more time on the animatronic <laughs> that cost you way too much money. I forgot that you gave me a copy of your notes. I'm like, I'm just, I've got some notes. Kristen's got some notes. And I was like, I have all of her notes. I'm here now. Uh, are these characters believable? Or, and I'd like to combine it with notes that I have on my page because I think we were kind of hitting at the same thing. Is this a definition of failing to establish your world? I think that's probably the case because the thing that's kind of sad for me is the chemistry between the characters yeah. felt believable-ish like I, I think maybe we could have spent a little more time with them but I believe that the white English dude that's golfing on the ship is annoyed by Ice Cube playing rap on his yeah. you know and I believe Ice Cube wanted to cut fucking Sayoni's fucking hat off his yeah. shoulders <laughs> like we don't intensely develop it but I, I buy that maybe Jennifer Lopez is having a affair with this anthropologist dude who's living this, you know, fascinating life yeah. that she's getting to be a part of. And he's, quote unquote, you know, making her career by letting her do this documentary. And uh, they listed Owen Wilson's character and um, the production manager as boyfriend and girlfriend in this, even though I don't feel like we clearly established that. I, At zero point. Yeah, I just got the impression. We did learn that. You know, uh, the wilderness makes them horny or yeah. whatever the fuck is. I just got the impression they were flirting and they were going to fuck and that was it. I didn't really get the impression they were boyfriend and girlfriend, so maybe we should have developed that a bit mm. more. Oh, wow. I believed that they would have fucked in the jungle, though. Like, yeah. I, I bought that maybe they were attracted to each other, so, like, believable. Like it was that kind of a relationship where it yeah. was spontaneous. And like, shit. believable yeah. chemistry, just not believable people. Yeah, like they didn't pair sense. them up correctly. 
Well, like, they, they didn't make sense, period, as a group. No, not at all. Like, the film crew is out there to make a goddamn documentary. They have one camera that they risk to wade yeah. across in the fucking water. I, I think Ice Cube might be the only filmmaker in the film. Like, the rest of them, like, they went out to the Amazon... And then we're terrified by mosquitoes. And it's like, you knew what you were getting yourself. Mm. It's the fucking Amazon. You might get your ass pinched by a panther. Like, you might be going underneath a branch and just not today, Charlotte. You're fucked. Like, <laughs> got, got off the boat and we're trudging around in the Amazon without the very least a machete or something. Like well, I, they had machete, but he blew his goddamn head <laughs> off in the first five minutes. <laughs> I'm saying if I was walking around in the Amazon bushes, you know, I would be carrying a machete at the very least, yeah. probably a gun as well. And you got one dude with a thirty thirty, doesn't even know how to use it. We'll get there. Yeah, and, I mean <laughs> the fact that there literally are things like wild boars and shit that can gore you. Like, why would you not yeah. have? If you're not personally going to carry a machete because you don't know how to use it, why would you not have a security detail with yeah. you? Or a tour guide who's used to doing a certain path yeah. through the Amazon to hunt snakes. Yeah, and literally the only person in the whole troop that they brought with them that seems to have any familiarity with the area is the dude driving the boat mm -hmm. who immediately then gets killed off so they didn't have like a backup person to help them get back yeah. home oh fuck <laughs> how, like, where the uh, how do we turn around in the amazon yeah or like a satellite phone or anything like that where you can mm -hmm. call to be like hey dude swallowed a fucking wasp <laughs> you know now we're dying out here can yeah. we get a helicopter evac or can you you know tell me where the fuck i'm going yeah this film needed like a prior military heart of darkness kind of guy that was gonna like lead him through you know as well as the the bad guy yeah you know like you needed both of those dynamics but yeah they went in completely fucking blind to make a documentary despite the fact that they've got very you know rich people with them yeah and i'm not saying flirting and stuff like that doesn't happen on film sets i've yeah. worked on film sets and been hit on by people that were higher up than the in the production than i was i'm not saying that shit doesn't happen it does but i think if you're on location in such a serious place, you're at least slightly more prepared. You're not putting a golf course on your boat. Yeah. Um, you're probably not bringing champagne. You're probably uh, wearing a bra. Yeah, you're probably wearing a bra. <laughs> you're probably honestly wearing, you know, something sleeves or bug spray or something. From the mosquitoes. Yeah. <laughs> Malaria. That um, drove me nuts too. It was like the mosquito nuts mattered at random. Yeah. <laughs> like, we need them now, but we don't even need bug spray when we get off the ship. Yeah. Like, no, it's the Amazon. Malaria, son. And nobody's <laughs> wearing a hat to, like, block the sun. Like, nobody's putting on sunscreen or whatever. But, like, um, like, the absurdity behind the fact that they basically popped champagne on the very first night that they were there. Like, I've worked on um, music videos where the music video was about being at a party and people yeah. were drinking and people were having fun. And, um, yeah, the extras and the actors and stuff that were in the movie were actively drinking, which, to me, would normally be a no-no. Um, it was... But you're making a music video, you're trying to loosen people yeah, up. And, yeah, and, um, it, it wasn't, like, a big-scale production or anything like that. It was a very small thing. I wasn't getting paid for it at all. So, I, like, with bigger-scale productions, they always put juice or whatever in the wine. You don't yeah. ever get real alcohol in bigger productions. So, like, like that for me was kind of like... You know, I I didn't love it in the moment, but I was like, if it's going to make the people that are at the quote-unquote party scene, like, act like they're at a party scene, whatever. I personally was not drinking while I was working, though, yeah. so the fact that this 
documentary crews on a boat in the middle of nowhere on the Amazon. Not getting nighttime sound, really. Yeah. <laughs> Popping champagne when they've literally filmed nothing. I was like, that's not remotely realistic mm. that this is a film crew that... Congratulations. You made it to the one place on Earth where you should never drink alcohol. Yeah. You should be very alert at all times. Be chugging some water so you stay hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> you should like, figure this out. You should uh, tip your fuel barrels into an upright position so they don't just go rolling the fuck yeah. off the and side we, of the we boat. we show them golfing and partying i don't think we ever show them eating or drinking water yeah <laughs> like you know we what never... else we never see we never see that big ass snake board the boat which is more than capable of fucking doing if i can climb a light bulb it can board a boat it could have climbed the wall they blew up yeah easily because it literally climbed that giant tower that they blew up yeah, it was like a 300 foot fucking snake but they had a little wooden wall keeping it in um and i'm assuming the wall that doesn't make sense because snake facts in their environment. Anacondas are apex predators. Adult snakes often kill jaguars. That's their food? Yeah. That's crazy. Just like, oh, you want to drink here? Not today, bitch. <laughs> it implies that the snake spends a fair amount of time on the land, too. The wall was in the water. Mm-hmm. The snake could have just slithered across the trees and been like, yo. It out. So, no, they hit them at, at watering holes. So they kill the jaguars by, oh. you know, they pop their head up. Cats do what cats do. They chase the thing into the water. The and water then the, sometimes, though. Yeah, the, that's what happened in the video I watched earlier was the jaguar attacked it at the watering hole. It dragged it out of the watering hole, but exhausted itself trying to drag this 500-pound snake out of the watering hole. And so, like, it stopped to pant and kind of collect itself. And then the anaconda was like, fuck you and everything you love. And then it ate it. I'll show it to you. It ate it whole? Yeah. Their lower jaws are in no way attached to the top of their head, and their skin is basically a big rubber band. So, yeah, they just sit there and pull them in with their neck muscles, and then they sleep for, like, two months. I I will give them the one shot (laughs) from inside the snake's mouth where that's stretching. It looked like it was shot inside of a flashlight. (laughs) It was kind of... Neat, though it was kind of neat. I was like, That's that was a neat accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snake facts. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I didn't write down really much of anything positive about this movie. So, no, my next, you know, establish your world, and then we do, do we have something? We're hopping back and forth. So I, I want to. Is there something on your list that we haven't gotten to? Uh, I just, yeah, just in general, didn't so find one more like establish your world, and I don't know how many more of your character notes you've got. Here. Yeah, I just in general didn't find the characters believable, <coughs> like the white dude living in the Amazon poaching snakes. Yeah, um, seemed a little unrealistic to me. I feel like most white dudes are going to be the wealthy dudes hiring the locals to do the. Yeah, why didn't work. they have any of the tribesmen working on the boat? It's like these guys believe in this animal; they could yeah. teach you something about the lore. We've not established what the rules are for the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he was already out there on a boat by himself. We never established how he got out there, um, who or what he was working for or with. He was just like, I'm going to catch a big snake and make a bunch of money, and that's all we know about him. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the film crew just didn't seem particularly professional, and then uh, the gun misrepresentation bothered you i know the gun fucking pissed me off this dude is a g at hunting the world's largest goddamn snake that's ever fucking existed a a, a genuine goddamn dinosaur if it's a 300 fucking 
feet long goddamn anaconda. It's terrifying. It could strangle cities. Uh, by Based on what I've done, it should be gobbling up half of the fucking Amazonian tribes. It, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make sense. He'd never, ever, ever stop being hungry. Um, and if you're hunting that, you don't chicken wing when you shoot. <laughs> Which uh, happens to a lot of amateurs and is a damn good way to dislocate so you your shoulder. Your yeah, you tuck your elbow into your hip. You put the padding of the butt of your gun, like right around here, I don't know how to describe that, but like in the meteor part of your chest side of your shoulder, and you tuck the whole weapon in, lean forward, and squeeze. That way it doesn't have room to bounce very far. Yeah, you want to dislocate your shoulder, chicken wing with a 12 gauge, put it right in the base of your shoulder, and pop, you're done. That's not how you shoot a rifle, you fucking moron. <laughs> and everybody's running around throughout the entire film with revolvers cocked back, their fingers on the trigger. If you get spooked by, say, literally anything in the fucking Amazon, you're going <laughs> to shoot your friend. That's irresponsible gun ownership, and I stand against that. leave weapons laying around when they themselves are unarmed. Yeah, they show the axe like it's a hardcore foreshadowing, and it's like, only one of you has a gun. Maybe the next guy should have a fucking edged weapon. Or a machete that you should have been carrying They killed Machete! He died in the first ten seconds! (laughs) Um, But that's my my next point, too. Collect your weapons, goddammit, and learn how to use them. (laughs) Yeah, uh... Hollywood, you guys, I, I, I get it. California, you don't like gun laws. That's why films should stop being made there that involve guns. Because you don't know enough people with guns to teach you how to use guns. All the movies should be made down south. We're going to rise again. Maybe it's believable that a film crew from Hollywood wouldn't want to carry their own weapons because they don't feel that but comfort. But Cube's got a fucking Spyderco knife that he's just, I'll cut your fucking head off. Like, he knows how to use a gun. <laughs> He just doesn't have his AK on a bad day. But I'm just saying, like, realistically, like, okay, maybe your Hollywood types wouldn't feel comfortable carrying a weapon because they're not as familiar with it. But if you can afford a trip to the Amazon, you can afford to hire a couple of bodyguards. Yeah, or a shooting class for your casting crew. (laughs) (laughs) But that's irresponsible because you have to have production safety for your crew. It's a shooting class. You're going to somebody who's certified to train people. You're not just walking off with your Uncle Billy into the woods going, shoot that stuff. You can't train your actors and be like, good luck if something comes out here. Like, you gotta hire, like, No, I meant for shooting. Not for fucking walking around the Amazon. <laughs> oh. So you could send them to a shooting range so they know how to operate a rifle. You know, you yeah, don't but I'm just to... saying you should still have security with you if you're in the Amazon. For sure, yeah. So you don't get picked off by a goddamn cat. And how, how pretentious to think you could just wander up on a tribe and they're going to be chill with you. Like, yeah, maybe the instead tribe's of cannibalize hungry. you. Yeah, maybe the tribe's hungry. Like, maybe the tribe is... It's like, all right, well, uh, J-Lo's our new queen, which means we're going to gang rape her. (laughs) The fucking with indigenous people. We had this problem with Green Inferno. Don't do that. You're opening up way too many, you know, really big problems in your life. And that was a very weird, bland, open ending, too. We just see the tribe at the end, and it's just like, oh, there Welcome to the party! Marijuana! (laughs) Let's just get some footage of them, and then... They made it out like Wasp Dude was gonna die, like, within a few days, and he seemed to be doing fine. He was cool. You know, he got a penknife trach, he was good to roll. So, yeah, I just... That's what I should have written down, teach you guys how to do a trach with a ballpoint pen, but... 
we'll, we'll do that on it. I'm sure it'll come up again. I'll, I'll write it down the whole procedure for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just not a not a believable movie all around. It's fun, I guess. It's a fun, just action heavy creature feature. I mean, yeah. we kind of throw away the original premise of the film entirely. Like we don't spend any time with yeah. the tribe. We don't really develop the bad guy. It is Ice Cube's much, like, oh shit. I'm a film major. <laughs> it's pretty much just, oh, there's a snake and it's eating people. Run away. Mm. Blow shit up. Show some nips. Just throw the dynamite in the water. Fuck it. It'll light. Yeah, yeah they were swimming with the dynamite. <laughs> the dynamite got wet. I just kept screaming, you can do that with Semtex, but if you get the DNT, what? <laughs> I definitely, definitely, though, if I had been Jennifer Lopez in this instance, would have been like, that wall's there for a reason. That wall has clearly been there for a while. You Ooh. are clearly a moron and have no idea what's on the other side of this wall. Let's go ask or the indigenous tribe. Turning this boat around and going back. <laughs> I would not have been like, yeah, let's take his word for it, even though he's clearly never been on the other side of this wall. Yeah, has no fucking idea what's yeah. going on. This is how you unwash King Kong. Godzilla started this way. How did Godzilla get out? Wasn't it a bomb? I don't remember. I just remember it's it was like living an allegory in the sewers. For, well, in the American yeah, version, the I'm American. talking the like original. It was made by people who'd just recently been bombed to shit by us. Yeah, but it's... So I believe a bomb sent off Godzilla, but I'd have to look. Hmm. I just remember it's living I have in no the Godzilla sewers. facts. <laughs> but I do know that unlike in this film, steak facts, uh, anacondas do not break your bones. Rather, their constriction overwhelms your circulatory system so blood never gets to your brain so they just hold you until basically you yeah they just hug you and every time you exhale they hug you tighter until you can't inhale anymore um i feel a like lot maybe of, some smaller bones might snap like a lot of the animal well they're eating like 150 pound shit like <laughs> so the tough things they just coil them up around the rib cage and just say fuck you and fuck your lungs um a lot of them also drown because they feed from the watering holes so they'll grab the animal pull it, it and water. pull it into the water and then just say i'm gonna hug you really tight we're gonna sink yeah that scene where <laughs> the snake is that's my last anaconda effect <laughs> that scene where the snake is hugging I can't even remember which character it is, but it's hugging one of the characters. Yeah. It bites it on the face and, and then, then snaps the neck. neck. Yeah, that's like, not how they do it. Like the fact that a snake would have the level of cognitive thinking to mm -hmm. realize if I snap the neck, it's going to die is absurd. Like I, I would buy that it's squeezing so tight the bones in your body are well, snapping. Well, there's some sort of accuracy to that based on my you know, knowledge that I learned today. They've got six rows of retractable teeth. So they can swallow you, so their teeth need to be able to fold up into their faces. Mm -hmm. But there's six rows, so they strike immediately, but they have no venom, and they use the panic of the strike to wrap around the animal as it's rolling through the dirt. Yeah, I would buy that, but I, I yeah. don't buy the snake is smart enough to yeah, snap Yeah, it doesn't wrap neck. you up and then go, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> it was bite dumb. you and then just says, fuck you. Do they actually spit stuff back out, or did you... That was a topic of debate, so I can't really dive mm. into that. I don't want to upset the person who left the one-star review. <laughs> this is two-star Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th I could see maybe it's spitting out something. It's not digesting. 
digesting fast enough. Well, they they eat and then they like pass out for like a month and a half and then they wake up and they're like, okay, I'm off to go be a demon again. <laughs> they, 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 you can see, I'll show you the video. Do snakes poop? That's a good question. I believe they have an anus, but I didn't look into anaconda poop. Well, no, I was like, how is it, unless it vomits up all of its stuff? Like, like extra how does it, yeah. yeah. Things you never think about. Do snakes pee? We need to get a snake. I don't want a snake. Winston no. would fuck a snake up. No, or Winston would get fucked up by a snake. Yeah. And Jax would just forever I did learn, panic. Yeah, it's not on my list, but fuck it while well, I'm just, you know, listing snake facts so I don't flip out and tear this movie to shreds. Uh, I did learn that they give live birth. All the eggs hatch inside of them, and then they eat their stillborns, and the snakes immediately rush away from the mother. And I watched piranhas kill a baby anaconda. So are they soft eggs, or are they the hard shell? That... Hard shell. They look like chicken eggs on the video and that I watched. they hatch inside of it, they so hatch it's got inside those hard of eggs inside of yeah, it? Yeah, so she pushes out like a litter of 30, and then all the eggshells come out, and then yeah. she eats the stillborns, and the babies just run away and become demons yeah so a lot of them get killed immediately but then some of them grow to be 550 pounds (laughs) i'm very curious about that though because that was a comment in the movie he picks up the dust and he's like it's bone dust he's like that's what you end up as and so there's an implication that the snake either regurgitates just your dust or the snake poops your dust out. I can imagine them regurgitating the skeleton, but I didn't I didn't read into their dietary systems. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like you'd have to. I mean, you'd have to have a pretty intense stomach. Yeah, to... I saw them take out these things that look like moles. They were like calabras or something. That's definitely not their name, but they look like big fucking moles, and it's like the world's largest... Um, Is it a like... capa... Yeah, capalabra. That's it, like a capybara? Capybara, yeah, capybara, capillara, something like that. Um, But yeah, it looks like a giant goddamn prairie dog. (laughs) And I watched the snake take one of those fuckers out, and then you can just see its rigor mortis hooves sticking through the skin. And like the chunks that it took out of the snake on its way out of the world. I wonder if they're in danger, if they can vomit that back up so they can move faster, because that's got to slow you down. There's got to be something that has to do with the regurgitation of the food. If you know anything about regurgitating snakes, you can hit us up at our email at... Nightmareboxproductions at gmail. <laughs> that's <laughs> just interesting, because I mean, like, what a pain in the ass that would be to have, like, a full, giant, 150-pound yeah, skeleton. Now you, you weigh 600 pounds because yeah. you're digesting your last meal. And if their bones and shit are just sticking out everywhere, you can't really slither very They're well. They're so fucking scary to look at when they're taking shit out. I, I, I enjoyed 30 to 45 minutes of National Geographic more than I enjoyed all of two, 1997's <laughs> goddamn Anaconda. Do you have any final notes on it? Uh, just it was a very 90s movie, and I think maybe that's part of the reason it doesn't really hold up today. Like, I feel like Jurassic Park and um, Jaws, even conversely, were shot a bit more like just movies, like standard kind of camera setups, like Jaws does do the um, dolly zoom thing where you kind of have that weird sensation of the world closing in around you, but for the most part, they're kind of normal shots. Um, I think maybe the kind of Jaws cam was kind of a new thing to kind of see the world through the predator's eyes Mm -hmm. was probably kind of newer at the time, but... (coughs) 
for the most part they're not movies that are shot like in weird cheesy ways and I feel like Anaconda was kind of shot in a way that felt more like we were watching a sitcom than a movie. It felt like Power Rangers. Yeah. yeah. Um, like the edits are a little too harsh and like weirdly timed and just these long sweeping helicopter shots. Like it didn't really feel like a movie you would watch today. It didn't feel like a standard yeah. horror movie. I feel like a level of nostalgia for the helicopter shot because the drone <laughs> works so much better. Like the drone shot sequences where they're like, okay, well now we're coming in and we can dive into the back of this car and we're off. Yeah. You know? and like the, like nice... they, the 80s and 90s didn't have that. They had yeah. a helicopter that you would have to like fly right close to the back of a pickup and then harsh cut to the inside of the pickup. Yeah, and like the nice thing about drones, which I know helicopters can hover too, but I feel like the nice thing about drones is they don't take up as much space or need a, like the fuel that a helicopter needs or whatever, so you can kind yeah. of hover in a shot. And so it just you feels like... You can buy like, one for like $300 and get damn good shots yeah. off of it. So then it feels like you're literally just seeing a wide shot from up in the sky. It doesn't feel like it's this object kind of moving through the mm -hmm. air or whatever. And yeah, it was just a kind of painfully 90s movie compared to modern horror films. Like, it felt cheesy the way that it was shot. Yeah. So, yeah, just uh, not as good as I remembered it being. Well, then why don't you just go back into your cabin and lock the door like a bad boy? <laughs> who said the second one? Did you catch it? Because I heard it whispered, but I didn't catch who said it. Because Jennifer Lopez tells... Um, fuck, I don't even remember which character it is. One of the characters is freaking out about the snake. I think it's the English dude. And she's like... Just go into your cabin and lock the door. And she is definitely not the one who says, like, a bad boy. It one might of have been male, Ice Cube. Yeah. Maybe. One of the male characters says it. And I was like, that was in the script? <laughs> like, that's such a weird line. Almost like a, all of the dialogue. Like a bad boy. And like it sounded sexual. Boy. Like, yeah. it didn't sound like you're being punished. It no. was like, like a bad Most boy. of the dialogue is, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> I did not hit her. Yeah, he was like, oh, fuck. Owen Wilson was like, there's something in the water. And um, the bad dude was like, uh, oh, I know there is. And Owen Wilson's like, I'm not kidding. And the other dude's like, yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> like, he was like, did we really need that back like, and okay, forth? We're there. He could have just been like, yeah, there's lots of shit in the water. And they yeah, could have carried on. It's the fucking Amazon rainforest, you <laughs> dippy dumbass. Um, the one scene, though, I guess that's my one positive that we both thought was kind of neat. Um, the... English dude is basically like, I'm not going to put up with any more of your shit to yeah. uh, the bad guy. And he's like, yeah, what does he say? He's like something along the lines of like, I'm not like your bellhop basically. Mm -hmm. And he's like, how do you presume to order me around? And he's like, presume. He's like, how about I presume to throw you into the river and then bitch slaps him. <laughs> we're like, so okay. What's up, bro? You know, I like that. I liked ice cubes flip out. On the captain, where he was going to stab his ass. And like, <laughs> like there was a lot of tension in that relationship. Mm -hmm. And that felt real, but it just felt like Cube being Cube. And we all love Cube. I did like the little uh, sequence in the cabin, too, where um, Jennifer, Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence... Jennifer Lopez um, tries to 
uh, distract the bad guy by like coming on to him, and then you see Ice Cube coming in, and he sees Ice Cube. Yeah. So then you have this moment of like, ah, oh, damn, their plans are foiled, and then the English dude just pops up out of nowhere, shatters a window, and bashes his head in. <laughs> that was that pretty was like sick. Yeah. way to have a plan C <laughs> for the first time in this yeah. entire goddamn film. <laughs> way to have a backup plan, but then also not pick up the axe. <laughs> All right. Have we killed the god? Have we killed Anaconda? Yeah. You ready to eat some quesadilla chips and watch something on the television set and forget about work and get drunk? Yeah. Jax is staring at you. He's like, "Uh, I would like to eat dinner as well. Mom wouldn't let me have dinner. I I eat too much on the podcast. (laughs) And so they starve me until they're done chasing their dream. (laughs) And then my dad kicks me in the shoulder. We ate this morning. (laughs) So if you got any corrections to any of the things we said, I know this is a beloved film and I'd really like to hear your opinions. If you can defend it in any way, you can send us an email at... Nightmareboxproductions at Gmail. Or you can shoot us a thingy on Facebook at... Facebook.com slash Nightmareboxproductions. Or pictures of your thingy at Instagram. <laughs> no. Uh, Don't send me pictures of your thingy. At Nightmareboxproductions. Unless it is an anaconda length. I had a whole joke where I was going to look up the largest penis and then I watched like half an hour footage of fucking (laughs) anacondas fucking shit up. Uh, Or you can go over to Twitter and do that. At Nightmareboxproductions. Um, or you can go to youtube.com slash Kristen Bloom, not KristenBloom.com. You can you go said over Kristen.com the other day. <laughs> Kristen.com. You go to Kristen. YouTube.com slash Kristen Bloom and you can see the stuff she did in college. You can see a couple of her other films. You can go to youtube.com slash Productions. Where you can see the dolls, you can see Happy Birthday, you can see Brainstorm. Um yeah, uh, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think about it. I want to hear from you fucking people. Um, or our website, which is? TheNightmareBox.blog. Uh, where you can see behind-the-scenes uh, pictures, maybe some behind-the-scenes footage. Who even knows? Shots of my behind. I might take them later. You never know. <laughs> um, you can also read the scripts um, and a couple of short stories eventually once I get done with my ongoing war with paypal you'll be able to buy the madman diaries a collection uh until then you can send me an email i'll send you that book for ten dollars or if you're lazy or you don't care about my autograph you can spend more money than i deserve on it on amazon and i'll see three dollars of that and you'll know that you fucked me (laughs) (laughs) is that all of them yes i love you sweetheart i love you and we will talk to you guys Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Anaconda! Don't want none unless you got buns, hon. I don't want none unless you got buns, son. What? <laughs>